Thanks to Skillshare for supporting the morning stream. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free at Skillshare.com slash TMS. This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99. That's $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, naked bike butt butter. There's nothing in the box. Oh, good. No heads or anything. A pinball machine starts with a pinball. The cherry on top, making a stranger cry. Don't put dogs anything anywhere. I have an old lady in a Toyota. (laughs) Making things with Bill. Oh, yeah? Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hey, are you going to keep running away? You wanted this fight in the first place. No, that's not the answer. Then what is? This is. The Morning Stream, into daring rescue action! Hello everybody, welcome back to TMS. It is The Morning Stream for Tuesday, September 24th, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson, that's Brian Ebbett. Hi, Brian Ebbett. Hi, Scott Johnson. I understand. With, with special bonus friend, a headache. <laughs> now, I was going to say, I hear you're a nurse and a headache. Does that, um, and you, you'd said before the show, that doesn't happen very often, but what is your go-to remedy? What do you do when you got a bad one? Well, you know, we should have started with the, the much lighter AM 70s radio version of the theme. Because, mm. boy, that, that one. Uh... That'll, yeah, that was a good point. I didn't even think about that as I was prepping for it. Like, anything too loud is going to be annoying in your headphones. <laughs> Mm. And as long as we don't have any guests uh, on the show today who like to yell, any special <laughs> guests who uh, do any sort of loud voices, yeah. screaming. Yeah. I don't think, you know. Oh, yeah? <laughs> like that? No, I don't think we have yeah. anybody. I think yeah. uh, I think we're okay. Oh, yeah? Oh, I, uh, he informs me that that's, <laughs> hopefully he won't yeah. be too loud. So uh, you're, it's, no, you, don't even get, you don't even get drunk, hungover. You don't even get hungover very much. Like, headaches are just not No, you. no. Yeah. And... And I really, you know, despite all the times I was talking about drinking on on the show last night, we recorded ANTP last night. It's an episode that you'll hear in in two weeks. Yep. Brand new episode coming out today. Uh, but even though I was talking about like, oh my God, I need another swig of whiskey for, you know, mm-hmm. eliminating another contestant. I didn't have a drop of alcohol yesterday. <laughs> maybe, maybe that would have fixed it. Maybe you'd have no headache today. Maybe that would have fixed it. I don't know. A little hair of the dog that I didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> Hair of the dog I didn't walk. Now, there's a phrase. I sound like Obi-Wan Kenobi. I've not heard in a long time. No, I just, I've never understood what hair of the dog means. What the hell is right. it? If I, I mean, you know what it means. What, you know what you know, the phrase means. I don't know what it means. Well, it means I want oh, to drink, okay. right? Like, it means I'm going to drink a little hair of the dog, but I don't, I don't get it. Right. I mean, it means that I'm hungover, and rather than fight it with a remedy, I'm just going to have more alcohol so that it eases me back in but oh. i don't know why you know like like are you saying that last night you consumed the dog and you feel bad about it so the next morning you're going to eat some of its hair yeah that's a weird it can't be right that's not what they mean okay urban dictionary says yeah i always... want to know the origin oh, i guess it's hair of the dog that bit you so the dog bit you 
Oh. Last night and gave you a hangover, and so now you're going to eat its hair. All right, well, it says, <laughs> still, still doesn't make sense. sense. Yeah, still doesn't make sense. All right, here's what they say. Hair of the dog, top definition. Right, okay. An alcoholic beverage consumed as a hangover, hangover remedy. The phrase comes right. from the expression, hair of the dog that bit you, meaning that the best cure for what ails you is to have some more of it. In ancient times, it was literally used to say that if a dog were to bite you, putting the dog's hair into the wound would heal it. Like cure. Really? Uh, yeah, like a cure. Uh, the hangover remedy is not recommended because A, it leads to bad habits and drinking, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. It's really amazing that we that we evolved. Like It's amazing that we uh, survived the dark ages, right? Like yep. with stuff like that. Yep. Like, oh, you got bitten by a dog? Let's shove some of its ratty hair in the wound. <laughs> oh, no. We're almost extinct from doing stupid things like that. Oh, well, Roman has fallen. Yeah, like. It's a jacked up idea. Don't put don't put the hair of the dog that bit you in your in your arm. What are you doing? That's a <laughs> bad idea. The, they say the hair is the uh, cleanest part of the dog. Oh, <laughs> hey. Mm. Uh, anyway, it's an old it's an old Roman myth, and now we've learned what that means. Right. Well done. Do you everyone. think we're gonna have stuff like that that people are looking back and uh, uh, you know two hundred years and saying, yeah, can you believe that people actually thought that doing blah 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 was a was well, a miracle cure for imagine so so the in your scenario the what would have to happen is the world would have to be utterly destroyed and it would have to rise again society would have to come back and then they would have to do basically archaeological style understandings of our time and they're gonna it, it's gonna be the worst possible time because we have so much of it and it's so much shared now over so many channels be they you know internet or otherwise so mm -hmm. they're gonna see things right. like YOLO and freaking uh, <laughs> selfies, selfies, <laughs> slow fees. Oh no! Like it's just gonna avocado get, toast. Oh my god! It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna get real stupid. Like at least we can look back and go, "Oh, hair of the dog." This one thing we can point all the way back then. But who knows who started YOLO? I think it was Bieber. Right. But anyway, right. you know what I mean. Like they're gonna have all these stupid, like Yas Queen. Who's gonna Who's gonna dig right. up the thing that says Yas Queen and have to try to figure that out? At oh. one point, the the affirmative a phrase for uh, affirmation was "okay." <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a thing for a while. Wow. Yeah. Or yeet. Or yeet. Or your uh, your nails were on fleek in 2012. Or uh, oh man. All right. So maybe <laughs> you know maybe compared to now, shoving hair into the wound <laughs> where a dog bit you. That might have been the smart times. <laughs> well. The lesson is don't put don't put dogs anything anywhere. Don't, you know, cuddle your dog, hug right, your dog, exactly. but don't put his hair exactly. in your open wound. Right. All right. Jeez Louisus. Uh all right, I got a uh, I got a complaint. I'd like to register a complaint. Called them a netcast at one point. All right, go ahead, please. Netcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, they'll have to de decipher well, no, we have podcasts, but then later someone really pushed for you can see a spike in the thing where they push for a neck cast and then it went down again right. and then nobody talked right. about it again hmm wonder what that's about mm, and they'll have to try to decipher amazing. that huh. and they won't get it exactly right because no one ever does right just no, like just no, like this brian ibbett brian ibbett oh he got that right he said your name right hold on that one he got right all right good yeah i got this Ooh. one wrong brian ibbettson brian ibbettson ibbettson yeah maybe he was maybe if for a second he was gonna say brian ibbett's in the house I mean, and maybe cut it off, or he, he like changed his, yeah, changed his direction. <laughs> maybe who knows? Scott Johnson's got no. quite the uh, unit. Yeah, yeah, he still has quite. Or do the you unit. think he was? Uh, 
was he shipping our names? Oh. Was this was this when we started doing TMS and he was like she was shipping us? I don't know. That, that's another thing they have to decipher. What the hell is shipping? Shipping, right? Exactly. Right, because you're gonna think, oh, the shipping. That's when you move the products from one right. place to another on a ship. No, it's what Leo is doing to me and Brian <laughs> with our units. Scott Johnson's got quite the uh, unit. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Anyway, I got to register a complaint. Here's my complaint. Uh, my complaint is with Amazon and the old lady who delivered my stuff. Now, okay. let, let me explain the old lady part. Apparently, <laughs> in my neighborhood, I don't have a proper postal person. I have an old lady in a Toyota who delivers hmm. mail. Now, I don't know how that works. It's USPS. It's United States Postal Service. That's the service okay. being used, yet it's a lady in an SUV with her dog. Not, a, and not an official uh, USPS white Jeep vehicle, like her own little... No, and not a uniform USPS. either. No uniform. Right. She's in like uh, bad shorts, and often her hair is oh. in like curlers, curlers and stuff because she's doing oh, mail. Cliff Clavin would be so angry. He'd be very pissed. Thing. He'd be very pissed. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. by the way... Ratzenberger's like a giant Trump fan, which really bummed me. Oh, out. really? Yeah, <laughs> just bummed me out. Yeah, you know that uh, that Sandy Hook <laughs> thing was a total hoax, fake news. <laughs> your Cliff. I guess that'd be more if he was like an Alex Jones fan, right? Yeah, I guess. But your your Cliff yeah. your Cliff is top shelf, dude. It's really yeah. Good. You know, no, I mean, it's kind of a witch hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather I would much rather believe that Cliff Clavin is a huge Trump fan than uh, than John Ratzenberger. Can yeah, we, we can, can do we that. just yeah let's step, we'll, let's uh, we'll proxy his his Trumpomania over to his alter ego. Yeah, we have the power. We can do it. You and we I have the power. Yes, that's right. We have the technology. So this All lady right. is delivering mail, and that's fine. I guess I don't. I guess this is a thing now that happens. You subcontract down to somebody and they, I don't know if it's yeah. like the way Uber works or something where you pay them based on delivered mail or I don't, I don't know, but sometimes she I just gets stuff wrong. I don't know if I like that wrong. either. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes she just gets stuff wrong and she's a nice enough lady, but she's like a thousand yeah. years old and I don't know if she knows how to really <laughs> drive that car. And she, she just, actually might be like 25, but the constant uh, out in the sun delivering mail has kind of aged her a little bit. That's good. That's a good point. Her her right her left side of her face is just a melting pot of old. Fun. <laughs> right. Oh right. Yeah, because she doesn't even have the traditional mail vehicle that uh, lets her mm -mm. pull right up to the um, to the mailbox on the right side of her car. Yeah. Correct. The British like, the British driving side. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. So wow. She right. has to get out of the car and go around. Or she has to pull the other direction, which is sometimes in a one-way direction, and she shouldn't be doing that. Right. But you know, anyway, it's all very for confusing. Sure. So I have that combined with Amazon. For some reason, last week, all right. So last uh, Friday, I was supposed to get a package. It was an important one. I got a project I needed to get done, and I needed this mm. cable and this memory card to do it. And oh right, right. I, I remember us talking about how you, you know, you know, you've got this cable somewhere in your house. You're never able to find it. Yeah. And so I yeah. had to order it. And it wasn't expensive or anything. It was like eight bucks. And I ordered a micro SD card also because I needed it. So I got it all at the same time. And I get a thing. You know, I did the two-day shipping because that's what I get with, with Prime, by the way. Prime gives you two-day right. shipping, right. Amazon, just to remind you. That's what you're paying for. Yep. yep. And then on Friday, we're sorry. Something's gone weird. We don't know where the hell we are or what we're doing. So your thing's delayed. And I went, ugh. 
And it says sometime between the 21st and the 24th. Today is the 24th, right? Uh So that's not two-day shipping. That's... I don't no. know what day shipping. That's that's two. That's mystery shipping. That's that mystery like, shipping. Uh, exactly. Spin the wheel of fortune and let's see what day you're gonna get your stuff. Yep. Let's see. We're getting something to the Johnsons. Pull the lever. Chunk, 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 chunk. Freaking all nothing matched up. So they they didn't deliver it, and they said they wouldn't say a reason on the thing. Uh, but when I checked the chat, like the Amazon little support chat, they said, there's a report of some weird weather. And I'm like, it says it's in Nevada. It's in Vegas in a holding place. What weather are they having? She goes, well, aren't you having hail right really now? Hot. And I said, yes, we are having. It was a hailstorm day. I said, yes, we are having this weird hail. But that shouldn't affect the guy in Denver. Or in, uh, sorry, in, no, um, in no. um, Nevada. And she just could not get her head around that. Anyway. I'm like, fine. If it gets here by Monday or Tuesday, that's fine. Yesterday, I get a notice in the morning uh, while we're on the show. It'll be there today. Congratulations, Amazon user. Your stuff will be there today. It's on the truck, right? So I'm like, sweet. I wait around. About 3 o'clock, my phone goes. I pick it up. It says, <laughs> it says your package has been delivered. It's in your mailbox. It says it's in. It was oh. placed in the residence's mailbox, is what it says. Because it's small, okay. you know, All right. s- smaller thing. And so I sure. rush out there, and as I run out there, I see lady in car driving away. So I know she's been. She just has been. So it's not like it was a bunch of time passed. There's no time for robbery. There's nothing. She has done her right. job right. and moved down the road because I can see her driving. So I'm like, uh-huh. sweet, it's in the box. I go check the box. There's nothing in the box. <laughs> Was even was it the rest of your mail in there at least? No, nothing like, in the box. No. Box was empty, and all I can think is she put it in the wrong damn box. We have oh, a, like a geez. shared neighborhood, you know, thing. Yeah. But nobody else is home. I, I can't check. Oh, oh, you've got one of those like those big metal. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Where the like all the different mailboxes are in one one lockable. Yeah, thing. one big lockable unit. Because on this side of the thing, we have all these expensive freaking townhomes. And then over where I am, sure. it's houses, and we all share. Since they built the townhomes, they built this new mail thing, and now we all share this mail thing. Normally, it's fine if you're putting shit in the right box. So I think the lady yes. screwed up. It's the only thing I can think of, and I don't. And I, I either have to wait for the kindness of someone who got it, and it's not like I just have one or two neighbors. It's like 50 boxes, so I can't just right. go to everyone. Right. So, and I there's get, and there's the likelihood. That whoever gets it is gonna say, "Oh, this is wrong," and is gonna, you know, put a thing on it that says, "You know, deliver it to the right address." Put it back in their box. She's gonna have to take it out. She's gonna think it's outgoing mail. She's gonna put it back in a truck. It's gonna go back to the, yeah. <laughs> the sorting facility, and then finally make it back to you three days later. Exactly right. I'm not even. I mean, I'm so inconfident about any of it. I don't know if I'll ever see it. So, so last night, oh. as we were, it was about five thirty that I'd sort of given up, and yes. then I was on the show with you, and I started. At the top of your show, or you know, kind of pre-show, I started getting just irritated. So I got on Amazon, mm-hmm. got on the chat again, talked to someone named Jacqueline, uh, I think, who mm-hmm. said things like this. Now listen, my friend. And then there would be a pause. <laughs> and then she would say, he or she would say, uh, this is the thing. You should wait till tomorrow. Perhaps it will show up. Did you check all bushes? Did you check bushes? I go, it says on... Check the bushes? Yeah, I said, check your site on Amazon.com. It says, placed in the residence's mailbox. It says it in your <laughs> on your website. So, no, it's not in the bushes. And, by package, the way, I package did. Package left in customer's bushes. <laughs> 
I'm like, I did check the bushes, first of all. Second of all, uh, I, I asked the, t- the one neighbor who was home, like, what else you want me to do? She goes, well, indeed, we will have to do a return and a reshipping uh, if it does not arrive by tomorrow. I have, oh, I have a great feeling you will have by tomorrow. I'm like, no, I have a great feeling that Ned up the road will have it by tomorrow and not know what to do with it because he's too stupid to come find me. Right. Frank! I was so right, annoyed exactly. yesterday. Gosh dang it. Anyway, I was just annoyed. It it does kind of feel lately like Amazon is just giving your package to somebody who happens to be going by your house on their way somewhere else, right? Like like sometimes it comes via UPS, sometimes it comes via USPS. Now they have these these weirdly unmarked Amazon delivery vehicles that have, they have the uh, logo with the colors of Amazon, the black and orange, but it's not the Amazon logo. I think there might even be an arrow. Oh, like a smile, like, like a smile arrow or whatever it is. Like a smile arrow, and it's like, oh, are you heading? Are you heading west? Do you mind taking this and dropping it off at this house? Cool, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like it, and you hear all this stuff about how they're going to make their own carrier, like full carrier, point to point. And if you right. and if you already live in a city with a close by distribution center, a lot of times you are getting their trucks. Um, I think I would trust that more than. I mean, honestly, I just have a terrible time with the U.S. Yeah. Postal Service. Just, just a bad time. Like, I don't know if that's just because, uh, you know, a government-run thing is just shitty or I don't know what, but. I'm, not- I'm ready for, I'm ready for uh, drone delivery. Just, Damn just too, let's dude. take, let's take human involvement out of this whatsoever. Yeah. And let the, let the drones uh, zip around our skies and. We don't need them. We don't freaking need them. Don't need the people. No, the people are dumb. We, the people are dumb. R- drones, the robots are cool. Get those in here. Let's get it going. <laughs> Right, exactly. Anyway, yeah. I mean, and the Amazon lockers is an interesting idea. Um, TVZ Guns pointing out they have them at most 7-Elevens, that kind of thing. You can just go and pick it up at one sure. of these places. But my whole yeah, point... Or the, the it, garage delivery thing where, you know, you you give them the code to your garage, they can put it in your garage and stuff. Yeah, or or yeah. just bring it to me like you said you would. Right, right. I understand those lockers are cool. Says, Bagheera, you know, is, is angry about this. Says, yeah, cut more jobs. We need more automation, less jobs for people. Um, well, if people did I'm their saying. jobs right, I don't think we'd have this complaint. Yeah, I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. Also, that's an inevitability, uh, Benjamin. We can get all fired up about it if we want, but automation is a real thing. Like, that's that's a thing that's yeah. here. And you and you best be right. getting used to it because it's just going to do more and more and more. But anyway, it is a very, it is a very first world problem, as Sidian points out. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just annoyed with it. That's all. You, you, you're one more time says, I'm not angry. I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You won me back, Bagheera. Nice job. Yes, exactly. Got an email from Jeff Sire up in Canada. Speaking of a place whose mail really sucks. So, can, you know, Canada can claim a lot of cool things. <laughs> like they're beautiful. They got a lot of nice stuff. They have right. a great health care system. They have all these things. Uh, but they have terrible mail. That's awful up there. Don't, aren't they delivered by the Mounties? Uh, I think they're <laughs> delivered by moose because the moose don't know where to put anything. Moose, yeah. I got an email from somebody the other day who says, oh, thanks for the, the free uh, comic card things from Free Comic Book Day. They're awesome. He just got them. We sent them out in May. Oh, wow. Yeah. They just showed up today or the other day. I don't get it. I wow, just, Canadians, that's crazy. That I is always, crazy delayed delivery. Our patron, the patrons we have the the most like, hey, I haven't seen my stuff this month. Always Canadian. 
Like, it just mm. doesn't get there. We have tracking. It's out there. We know it's somewhere. I don't know if the guys in customs are going, oh, look at this, eh? This is pretty cool. Oh, I wow. dropped it in the sink. Okay, well, anyway. Like, I don't know what they're doing up there. And it's expensive. You're right. Captain Kipper's right. It's super expensive to send to Canada. So I don't know what they're doing mm. up there, but uh, they don't have the... They don't get their mail fixed. Anyway, uh, Jeff lives up there in Bowmanville, Ontario, Canada, and he sent this message in in reference to my sister-in-law, Oknon's uh, buying of keyboards at garage sales. Uh, mm. We talked about that a little bit yesterday, I think, didn't we? Yeah. Right. Is, yep. Uh-huh. Is that you I talked to? <laughs> yep, because we were talking about my grandmother and her garage sale antics and... Uh, and her mark, you know, basically buying stuff, marking it up, and selling it her own garage, her own garage sale. Does any of that stuff at that house that you, you know, help clean out and get her out of, and all that, is any of that interest you at all? Like any of the stuff, or is it all just junk? Well, I came home with a pinball. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. You just yeah. need a machine to go with know. it. <laughs> I know. I just I'm, I'm building my own pinball machine. I'm starting with this. <laughs> I love that, though. Um, and then we brought home a couple tools, you know, so that when Tristan moves out, he's got uh, a set of tools he can take with him. A set of tools that he can, you know, take out of the toolbox and leave strewn around the house, just like he does with mine. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Um, I also got uh, the Melodica that I, I played on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, but not much else. I mean, we're, you know, we're not we're not taking a lot of stuff. It's probably good. You don't have... I mean, yeah, I don't. Exactly. The last thing I need right now is more garbage. It's it's a it's a negative when you walk into that house and see, or when we originally walked into that house and saw all the clutter. It it, it was a deterrent enough. It wasn't like, oh, I'd love this for my house. It was like, wow, this is a lot of clutter. I hope my house never looks like this. I'm not taking any of this stuff home. <laughs> yeah, I I know yeah. that feeling. But that happened when my um when my dad died. We just realized all the stuff he had in storage, and we were just like. I don't think anybody wants this. Like, it's just a lot of stuff. There's not a lot here that's cool, yeah. but a pinball's cool. Yeah. I like that. I'd pinball's a, cool. Yeah. Yep. Those would hurt if you threw it at a robber or something. Oh, this, yeah, it's heavier. It's, it's you know, it's heavier than it seems like it, it should be. But I guess, you know, when you're playing the game and mm-hmm. you've got one of those older pinball machines where the flippers just don't have the, mm-hmm. the oomph that they used to. Uh, and, and the pinball hits it and pushes the flipper down, <laughs> even though you've got the button pressed. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, speaking of pinball, sorry, real quick. There's a game on the yeah. Apple Arcade called Pinball Wizard. You should try it. You should Ooh, try it. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's not pinball like traditional okay. table pinball. It's you are a wizard who's kind of fat and around, and you go into dungeons, and when you walk into them, suddenly the doors are flippers. And you gotta everything you gotta kill in there, or open treasure chests, or get the keys, uh, exit the place. It's all done as if you are a pinball. It's oh, great. all right. I'm I'm. It's great. Download this while we're sitting here, and I'll it's play it after the show. Actually, legit fun. You should totally play That's that. That's really cool. I'm anyway, sorry. So it. he says about these keyboards while you're putting that in. Oh, yeah. uh, he says you said your whole family thinks it's weird and doesn't know what to make of it. There is something I was told while I was in the army that I really took to heart and might help you deal with this. Here's the quote. If it's stupid and it works, it ain't stupid. Interesting. <laughs> it's true. I mean, we don't think yeah. it's stupid, though. We just think it's weird. I don't think it's stupid. Right. Yeah. She, she's making no, money. I don't think it's stupid. Yeah. No. She's making money. It's just an odd thing to find out that your sister-in-law, who, by the way, I mean, this is it's not that personal thing to say, but they, my brother and his wife are 100% debt-free. They own their house debt-free. They own... Oh. 
two other and houses yes. they rent to people that are free, uh, that are that are paid off, and they just get rent, <laughs> right? And then right. they don't owe, owe any money on any cars. Like they're hundred percent debt free because they're uber tight. And part of it might be because she does weird stuff like this, like buy old keyboards and resell them. Yeah, because he, know, just exactly. works, he just works for UPS. So he's just out driving every day for UPS. He's just out randomly delivering Amazon packages yeah. to the wrong house. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I don't wow. know how he did it. Yeah. I still don't know how he did that. Everyone in the chat room is like, wow, I can't even buy one house. No, I, I agree. It's not like you went out and bought three houses. It's been a long time coming, right. but they are so cheap and so stringent with their money. That they just That's spend do it. N- not a dime on anything but their debts, whatever they may be, and that they're all they're all paid off. It's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, that, yeah, I'd love to live like that. I'm not there yet, but I'm working on it. Wouldn't that be great? We are too. We're trying to pay down the house as fast as we can, but yeah, they get you, man. They get you. Yeah. Um. All right. That's all I had for that. Thanks, Jeff Sire. By the way, I haven't heard cool. from Bronco in a while. Hope he's doing well up there. Him and his yeah. awesome wife and his uh, his boys. Uh, lovely people yeah they are lovely people some of the nicest people I ever met uh, also intimidating if you don't know him because he's <laughs> right. he's covered in leather and rides a motorcycle all the way down to exactly. the states and uh, he's an adventurous soul and he works in a giant power plant like a nuclear power plant kind of thing um, oh wow really yeah so he he's like just a, I don't know he's just a tough cookie that guy I think uh, you know there. There's a couple, uh, a couple of our listeners I would not want to get in a fight with, a fist fight with. Mm-hmm. Joey Image being one of them, yeah. Jeff Sire another. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, neither of those guys. They could put you into the dirt. Although I don't know, That's Joey's right. back is weird, so I could probably dodge out of the way or something. And Cleo, I think, would be the third one. <laughs> oh, she, yeah. I think, she'd fight dirty. <laughs> yeah. She'd go. She'd she'd throw sand in your eyes and then. Oh yeah, Veronica. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think Veronica's a listener. <laughs> No, but I would never mess with her. But she doesn't listen to anything. I would never in a million years. I, I'm still scared from the uh, Battle of the Frog, Frog Pants All Stars when uh, <laughs> she would get all angry about stuff. Yeah, she would, and you knew it was coming. There was nothing you could do about it. She was gonna no, get mad. No, no. Yep. You'd see the, uh, you'd see the, the, the eyes, the pupils start dilating. You'd see the, uh, the hems of her shirt start ripping down the line. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to see her angry. I should say, like, Scott Johnson is my bitch. I mean, she's a little tiny person. Yeah. You know, very petite and small compared to me, I mean. But I was still afraid mm-hmm. of her. She'd still kill me. Oh, yeah. 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 I used to like, <laughs> I used to, I remember sitting up there on stage while we'd do this, and I would, and you would, I could just see it in your face, like, oh, I'm about to go, I'm going to have to say, hmm. You know what? That's not quite you right. Know, we have to give it to the other team, and I'm like, exactly. Like oh. she'd give an answer that was that was not not right, not acceptable, and yeah. All right, I'd hide behind. I think what I did once is I hid behind Jeff Sire, if I remember correctly. I do, uh, yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> hide behind the big Canadian guy in the back. That's right. Exactly. Um, Captain Kipper, what are you sending? Oh, jeez. Hi, dog. It's a uh, it's an angry looking husky oh in a car. Gosh, look at him staring you down. That's intense, man. That reminds me, I need to play. Uh, I need to play some Mario Kart against uh, Luigi sometime today. Oh, is it Mario Kart Luigi Day, or just that face reminds just, you of it? Just that face reminds me of the death stare from Luigi. Yeah, that sounds about right. Here, chat. In case none of you are in a place you can see this, here you go. Look at that dog. He is. He is rather intense. <laughs> fixated. <laughs> I mean, huskies freak me out anyway. They, they, oh really? They, oh yeah, the way they look. There's something about them. There's something in those faces. Yeah. 
just looks they're just, so pissed. It's just borderline wolf. Yeah. They're going to eat you if you're not just careful. this far away from being a... <laughs> In fact, ironically, that's the face Veronica used to make when Brian would make a call in the game. <laughs> it really is. Yep. yep that's, <laughs> that's exactly the yep. Hey, guys, let's talk about Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than it is right now with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just a click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. That's $4.99 a month. It's crazy. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you are back to business in no time. And for being a listener of TMS, that's the morning stream, you'll receive a free 30-day trial that you can get started with right away. And... To help you get started even further, a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SimPro Online. Again, starting at just $4.99 a month. Qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print from your PC or Mac. Go to pb.com TMS to access the special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com TMS. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SimPro Online from Pitney Bowes. All right, time for the news, and uh, we're going to play this for it. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. It's the news brought to you by Jameson's Cause. Want to help a cool dog get better after a horrible accident? Head to GoFundMe and search for Jameson's Cause today. Sad little story. It's a one-year-old dog. That's still kind of a puppy, right? If you're one? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Got, uh, got horribly hurt in an accident, and they're trying to uh, get some physical therapy and do some other stuff, so it's worth checking out. Uh, okay. Brian, you, you like coffee, right? I do like coffee. I have some right here. I'm down to about a uh, ooh a fifth of a of a glass of coffee. So I'm, I'm I hope I make it through Justin. Did you? Uh, so you took Excedrin today, which has caffeine in it. You'll probably be okay. I'm thinking. Did the yeah, Excedrin work? By the way, did it kick in? Uh, it, it's still like one side of my head headache right there, oh, there. right in the front. But, yep. Ugh, right that. in the temple. I don't like that. No, no. Making me hope I don't get one. Um, I get one when the weather gets weird. If it, like when I when when we had the hail the other day for about a half an hour, I had a little bit of one starting, and then the hail came, and I was fine. Is that weird? It's a little mm-hmm. weird, right? That is weird. Yeah. No, it's you know pressure barometer, man. Human barometer. Mm-hmm. Human barometer. Anyway, a company for that coffee you got there will pay you a thousand dollars to drink coffee for a month every month they'll pay you a grand uh-huh. but you are not allowed to visit a starbucks you can't go anywhere near a starbucks if you do this deal with the contract totally move. fine with that all right so it says here there is no doubt that over the years small businesses have become increasingly under threat whether it's local barbers dry cleaners or a coffee shop uh the franchises that keep rolling into big cities coffee chains in particular are on the rise including well-known companies such as starbucks tim hortons the coffee bean uh, Gloria Jeans Coffee and Dunkin' Donuts. Never heard of Gloria Jeans. That's supposed to be I good. haven't either. Gloria Jeans Coffee. Is that supposed to be something, chat room? You guys know that? Gloria Jeans. Sounds like pants, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, yes. Yeah. I think All right, I'm going to go to the mall and get some Gloria Jeans. I think we have the coffee bean here. 
Yeah, yeah, coffee bean I see a lot in airports. Tim Hortons obviously is the Canadian deal. Dunkin' Donuts, back to kind of getting uh, mm-hmm. back around the country. For a while, it was just on the East Coast. Yeah, there's a there's a um, a local place that I love that's closer to me than Starbucks, and uh, I'll go there. Um, I probably go there more than I go to Starbucks. The only time I'll really do Starbucks is if I'm in kind of a hurry and I can pre-order on my way there mm. so I can just walk in, get it, and come back out. Mm. But uh, um, Red Silo Coffee, Red Silo Roasters is just a few blocks away from my house, and they're really, really good. They're always better when they're a single mom so. and pop store. Yeah. yeah, there was a local place here called... Um, Mr. Java or something like that, and um, their coffee always tasted burnt to me, so I stopped going there. Mm. But Red Silo Roasters, I really like. That's why Kim doesn't like Starbucks. She thinks all the coffee tastes burnt there. Tastes burnt? Yeah. yeah. I'm a, a drinker, so I, I couldn't say, but I do like a good chai tea, and the best chai tea I ever get is always some mom-and-pop place. It's never a chain. But mm. uh, anyway, yeah. this is... So globally, Starbucks is the best example of franchise gone big and with continual you know, growth. They're the McDonald's mm-hmm. of the the world of coffee. In fact, they've exceeded them. Um, they of have, course. Yeah. The U.S. they have, let's see, 1,400... or Sorry, 14,000 stores in the U.S. alone. That outnumbers McDonald's for chains in the country. Anyway, in an effort to combat the chain store reduction or re, uh, reaction, chain store reaction, an American consulting firm is focused on small businesses, is offering offering a thousand dollars to anyone who's willing to buy coffee at only local establishments for a month and then share their experience online. They only have one simple requirement: avoid Starbucks and other big coffee chains. So, Brian, you could do this. A thousand bucks. I'm signing up right now. I'm All on right. the page. All right, get in there. <laughs> and they and they don't even know that you got you got like media training. You could talk about this on right, interviews. Exactly. You could totally do this. You should do this. Um, the uh, the trick is eight different local or eight different un, non-chain coffee shops per month. I know of like three that are close by. But uh, so you have to travel. I around. mean, really, you know, I'd have no problem finding finding five more that I could get to fairly easily. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there's some in Golden. Oh, this is great. Yeah, Golden. By the way, Here, Golden putting... uh, Golden featured heavily in that, uh, that show I recommended. Oh, um, really? Un- un- unbelievable. Un- unbelievable. Yeah, man, that was yeah, good. It's, That's so good. Yeah, I keep seeing. I've got it in my uh, upcoming list. We've got three more episodes of Jessica Jones, the last Netflix Marvel business. Mm. Um, and then I think we might do Chernobyl, but I'm gonna, maybe we'll wedge uh, um, unbelievable in between that and Chernobyl. I mean, easily twenty nine for twenty nineteen. The two best things I've seen were Chernobyl and Unbelievable. That's funny because those are easily mm-hmm. the two best things I've seen this year. They are both amazing, right? And oh, it's uh, you know, and it's it's it just got all those Emmys or at least all those nominations. Yeah, and it should it should have won them all if it didn't. I didn't pay any attention mm-hmm. to it, but I know it won some. Uh, anyway, you should watch that. Uh, Brian, let's know how it goes. On my list. Yeah. We want to see how this goes with the, uh, with the coffee deal. A thousand Yeah, bucks. I'll finish filling that application out when I get back so I can really devote some time to my answers. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I, I'm, there's a question that I got to answer. Why would you be a good fit for this role? Uh, I'm trying to decide if I just write, I love coffee and I love a thousand dollars. That's my answer. Uh, I love it. I mean, what else do they need? <laughs> exactly oh well he's a good fit because he loves all the things that we're offering yeah the coffee <laughs> not that isn't starbucks and the thousand dollars 
Right. Turns exactly. out, turns out, people <laughs> like that. Uh, all right, here's a fun one. A garlic expert. I love this. This is my favorite death the protest. Garlic expert. This is my favorite. Already, already, I'm hooked. It's my favorite death protest too much story in a while because it's such a stupid, <laughs> innocuous compared to yeah. right compared to twiddling children or you know. Uh, being against uh, homosexual activity or whatever. This right. Is, right. This is pretty good. good. So this good. Our garlic expert who crusa crusaded against importing garlic is going to prison for, wait for it, importing garlic. Yeah. Well done, dude. Last spring, Latia Tawair and then head of the Australian Garlic Industry Association discussed the country's high standards for its own homegrown garlic. Is that, is it, are you guys known for that? And Gidget, do you guys have good garlic at home? Is that, is that the deal? Of course, yeah. We, we, we're all about the homegrown garlic. We have eight varieties of garlic that can kill a human being. Oh, that guy. That voice. That guy you bring out. <laughs> that Australian guy. Yeah. Um, anyway, he says, uh, see, they were discussing the... <laughs> Country-sized standards of garlic and warned that importing garlic bowls would be problematic on several levels. Uh, the problem is that there are countries that use chemicals and herbicides and fungicides that would be restricted or prohibited in the country. And so that's, you know, different contamina contaminations coming in, so they outlawed that stuff. They told this to ABC News, um, where also suggested that non-Aussie garlic affected already struggling garlic farmers who were still trying to rebuild an industry that collapsed in the, collapsed in the mid-90s because of imported garlic so it's wow. both shocking and darkly ironic that Ware, who just said all those things just pled guilty to 10 charges relating to importing more than 2,000 gold <laughs> bulbs of garlic on top of that she's been fined with 20 or oh it's a lady she's been fined with two thousand uh, dollars and sentenced up to 11 months in prison that seems weird shouldn't it be more money or less time it does. should be uh, exactly like Boy, does that seem uneven. A uh, fine of $2,000 and 11 months in prison. <laughs> yeah, that should be like, if you if you just said $10,000 in 11 months, I would have oh, okay, that's pretty. Okay, those are more on par with each other, but. Uh, 2,030 days. Maybe, right, 30 days in prison, sure. Jeez, Australia, what are you doing down there? Get your math. Right. Oh, the, the, her breath in prison must, will, will just be horrendous. <laughs> yeah, but it'll keep the vampires oh, away. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bleh. Bleh. I can't go there. Bleh. Bleh. <laughs> uh, it says here that, uh, let's see, she used eBay accounts to purchase and import three varieties of garlic from Canada and the United States. You don't want that U.S. stuff, man, I'm telling you. It's all oh, or, no. yeah. Cheap, cheap American garlic. That's right. Can I get a little garlic with my herbicide next time please <laughs> uh <laughs> so this is my favorite part she told her online supporters to label all the packages as office supplies so they wouldn't be required to have information permits <laughs> that's pretty great these are the stinkiest paper clips i've ever smelled yep but again does this ream of paper smell like a like a uh, olive garden <laughs> <laughs> but it goes to my thing again which is if somebody complains about a thing too much, there's always something fruity going on there. Always. Right, right. Doesn't matter what it is. If you if you hear somebody who every week is just pounding it down your throat that they just got to go after all the gays, he's gay. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Here's a sad story that is sad, but kind of weirdly funny. Okay. Ooh, but right. also sad. Uh, a man drowned during an underwater marriage proposal. Let this be a warning to everybody. Oh, if you're going to do one of those weird proposals, like, you know, that put your life in danger, 
Yeah. Maybe don't maybe don't do those. Maybe don't go so dangerous. And maybe it's time we stop that crap. Yeah. Let's stop the the uh, the gender reveal crap. Let's stop the prom posals that that garbage. The uh, you know, not everything has to be a viral YouTube sensation. I agree. You can just propose to your your girlfriend uh, and and let it be something between the two of you and not uh, not mm-hmm. something to get a, a thousand likes. I agree. I agree. In this particular case, so this is what happened. The guy's name is Steven Weber. Isn't that the name of the guy from Wings? Steve, the actor from Wings, yeah, yeah, Stephen Weber. <laughs> Stephen Weber, the uh, the actor who was in the second, the the alternative Shining movie that was filmed, uh, I think, more at the Overlook. Oh, he was, at, yeah, at he the was Stanley Hotel. He was Jack in that uh, miniseries, right? He played right, um, right. He was the Jack Nicholson character. He was uh, uh, his name also Jack in the movie, and the character. I mean, the character was also Jack. Do I have that wrong? Because well, the, the thing he was repeating over and over was all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. But yeah, Jack Torrance, right? Oh yeah, Jack Torrance, okay. I never, it never occurred to me that Jack Nicholson played Jack in that movie, even though I've seen it a thousand right. times. That's weird. <laughs> he was pulling a Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I guess Stephen King really did write the character as Jack Torrance. Sure. Wasn't that, you know. Book came first, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, Stephen Weber of uh, <laughs> Wings fame. He was also in that single white female and had a real rough moment in that movie that I remember. Ooh, yeah, a little uh, stiletto on the forehead, if yeah, I remember correctly. That was pretty Spoiler rough. alert for those of you who haven't seen single white female. Yeah, from the nineties. Probably hardly anyone has. <laughs> but it did have she was what's her name, the crazy girl in that uh, was really good in that Tarantino. Jennifer thing. Jason Lee yeah. or Bridget Fonda. Right, yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee. There was both of them, right? Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, it yep. just occurred to me. Jennifer Jason Lee was in Tarantino's Hateful Eight and Bridget Fonda was in Tarantino's Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Yeah. And she showed her bum. <laughs> that was a thing that happened cuz she uh, Bridget Fonda I don't think was shy about any nudity in the 90s if I remember correctly. I don't I think she uh I think she even did some in Single White Female. Well, that's probably true, yeah. Yeah, she was uh her and her and um can think of his name all of a sudden. Who was she getting it on with in that movie? In uh, in Jackie Brown, yeah. Oh, uh, famed uh, famous actor. Um, <laughs> what's wrong with my brain? He uh, the the taxi driver himself, uh, freaking Goodfellas. Oh, what's wrong with De Niro? Me? De Niro, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because he was just hanging out at the house, and then they did it by the sink. I'll never forget that. I need to see that again. That's that's uh, it's a weird movie. That's the one Tarantino film I don't think I've seen more than once or twice, and and I own it. I have it on DVD. Yeah. That's a fun day. Little, day. Hey, get that 480p out and get that going. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, good point. Is that all the DVDs were 480p? They were right. Yeah, yeah. DVD resolution. I'm just curious about this. Uh, DVD video, which does not. Stand Dunaway f- would be proud of this, by the way. <clears throat> oh, Woody. Yeah, I picked this up. Uh, it is the Explosive Cinema, eight movie collection. Um, picked it up for very one one specific thing, but uh, well, this is like a Walmart uh, bin thing kind of deal. This was a this was an Amazon thing. There's uh, not many ways you can get Hudson Hawk on. It's not streaming anywhere, right? And I need to see Hudson Hawk again for for something soon. (laughs) And uh, uh, the eight movies that that I get as a bonus for buying Hudson Hawk includes Mm. Hollywood Homicide, Mm. The Fan, Stealth. Triple X State of the Union. Okay. Simon says 
Vertical Limit, and Lone Star State of Mind. Wow. The fan's all right. The fan's all right. That was a good one. Snipes and... Uh, um, wasn't that De Niro also? Yeah, it no, was, was De Niro. The, De Niro yeah, was, was De Niro. the crazy guy. Yeah, it was basically Cape Fear, but in base a stalking movie about a baseball player or something. Yeah, I want to point out the fact that at the very bottom of this thing, uh, it says Hollywood hits. <laughs> <laughs> it sure does. Yes, and Hudson Hawk right above that. Wow, Hollywood hits. Slurp my butt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the resolutions, let's see, 25 frames. Oh, no, if you were going to get 29.97, almost 30 frames per second, you had to do 480p. Yeah, it was all 480p back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We used to think that was good. Um, all right. Here's uh. so anyway, this guy, sorry. So they were staying in a submerged cabin at the Manta Resort off Pembla, Pembla Island. And I've never heard of this, a, suber- a submerged cabin. A submerged cabin? Yeah, so the windows of the thing is almost like a, a fish tank, like you just see out into the water because it was yeah. down, it dropped down in it. And what he did, and there's a video of this, which is kind of heartbreaking. You don't see him die, but you, the video is him coming up to the window and pressing a handwritten note, like Charlie style from Lost, against the cabin window, asking her to marry him. And right. then he just never came up. Oh, jeez. So that's awful. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, it's a sad situation. That's already, you're already in a submerged cabin. Get on your knee, give her the ring. It's okay. You don't have to go through all that. Just, you know, I've, now you don't yeah. have each other anymore. That's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Ugh. Uh, bad story, but here's a good story to end on. This is what Brian's this makes excited me happy, about. Scott. Yeah, yeah. Colorado. Thank, we got. We all have to thank Colorado today for something new. <laughs> That's right. Even exactly. Utah, apparently. But uh, going topless effectively legalized in six states. This is according to a Colorado city's decision to discontinue a legal battle to bar women from appearing topless in public, has effectively legalized the risque fashion statement in six western states. Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, decided not to continue the challenge in federal court, and. Uh, that means the ban on topless, or, you know, topless people in the city amounts to unconstitutional discrimination. They say, and uh, it is no longer a thing. The city had argued that a repeal of the ban would lead women to quote parade in front of elementary schools or swimming topless at the public pool. That okay, like- I can understand the argument about like, oh, we don't want them parading topless in front of elementary schools. What's wrong with swimming topless in the public pool? I mean. I have a hard time saying, I have a hard time dissenting. Like, I don't have a problem with it. It's right. fine. Right. Like, oh, my God. Children are going to see boobs. Oh, no. Yeah. We make we make them eat from them for eight months, and then... <laughs> and then we cut them off. We cut them off. No well, more cut, like, cut off their access to them, I should say. Let me clarify. Yeah. Uh, so it says here, the city decided not to appeal the decision this month, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on legal batter already. So they were just like, we don't want to spend any more money on this. The decision to not move forward with the appeal effectively legalizes the practice in six states covered by the Tenth Circuit Court, because this is that level. It's like a regional court decision, not just a state or local one. So women will now be able to go topless in Colorado, Kansas, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Wyoming, and Utah. Woo! Boom, boom, boom. Name six states where you probably don't want to see boobs anyway. How about California and Florida? Can we see those boobs? Yeah. Let's see. Utah, topless. I want to see because there was some freak out here where they said, no, we still have state laws that override this, so don't get excited. 
Oh, there it is. Uh, Fox 13 Utah reports this. So here's a little follow-up to that fun little story. Federal appeals court uh, changing the vote. Does not immediately mean Utah women can start bearing their breasts, at least not yet. The 10th Circuit Court ruling uh, in Free the Nipple versus Fort Collins. That was the name of the actual court case, by the way. Free the Nipple. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Free the nipple. Uh, generated a lot of buzz, uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. The shorter answer is no, because the case is out of the Tenth Circuit, which addresses statute in Fort Collins. To the extent the ordinance is problematic from an equal protection standpoint, it applies to the ordinance itself. It's a lot of legal mumbo-jumbo. Um, let's see. The appeal presents a narrow question. Did the did the district court reversibly uh, err in uh, issuing the preliminary injunction? We answer no, says Judge Gregory Phillips in his two-page ruling, which was released last February. Um, let me skip ahead here. Um, uh, okay, the other came. Oh, oh, they had an escort uh, go to this hearing from Utah. It says here, if you say a woman's breast is scandalous, they're going to think it's scandalous, and the court says we need to get over that. Uh, the escort, oh, it's a he, whom he would not name, uh, was cited in, or see, cited in Salt Lake City Justice Court after bearing her breasts in what became an undercover police sting. <laughs> oh, man. Undercover, that seems just funny. Just to give that, that phrase. It's a good that. use, right? I think it's pretty yes, solid. Exactly. Anyway. So great. So now we have pot and, uh, and, and free boobs. So uh, Colorado now, best place in the country to Se- live. Seems like the greatest state in the union currently. Kind of does. Yeah. yeah. What is the what is the Venn diagram of states that allow recreational marijuana and states that allow uh, toplessness? I think Colorado is the only one in that little Venn diagram. Yeah. Kansas, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Utah, Wyoming. Oh, Wyoming, I think might be. They're not doing be, pot yet, are they? I don't think they are. Are they? Maybe not. It might be on the ballot. It's always on the ballot, though, right? Everybody. Always on the ballot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah your, your Venn diagram is not a circle. It's the shape of Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Just the big shape of the state. That's a that's yep. a chart you just waste money making. Just say, go look at the Lobster state. Lobster shaver says Oregon allows full nudity. It doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. Does I mean, maybe in strip clubs or something. Yeah. Maybe. Because we're talking about anywhere, right? Like right. the idea exactly. is that yes. you can just get out there and go, woo, look at my boobs. Lobster shaver is really insistent that it that that uh, Oregon allows. A full nudity. Hold on. I don't know how you. Uh, yeah, how full you nudity search? where? Like you can. In all of Oregon. Okay, here we go. Public nudity oh, in Oregon. Where can it can and can't legally be done? Uh, okay, so. Uh, it's, okay, they have a clothing optional area. They have clothing optional areas. Uh, public areas like uh, beaches and stuff. Not beaches, but like um, whatever you, you want to call it. Like recreation sites. Sure, like parks and stuff. Uh, so, for example, Ashland says it's illegal for anyone over eight to in, uh, intentionally expose his or her genitalia while in an exterior public place. In Happy Valley, Oregon, you can't expose your genitals in public. If the exposure reasonably <laughs> can be expected to alarm or annoy another person, Portland and Eugene use almost the exact same language. They ban nudity in public. So it's not quite the big, happy, everybody's no. naked idea the chat room's trying to explain to us, are they? Is it? 
No, but I do like the idea of the uh, the naked bike ride, which you know is. Uh... Oh, I hate that idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Let me tell you why. Right. If I'm going on a naked bike ride, mm-hmm. topless is fine, but sure. I don't want my keister on that seat. I don't want naked people sitting on a seat. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's just a nasty. That's nasty. Uh, right. Right. So, some of your butt butter they could use, maybe your uh, yeah, your but that's even butter. worse. Like you're behind somebody uh, oh. on their bike, and there's this goo coming off the back of the seat behind their butt. I think ah, that's I think that's worse. That's so gross. That's, as as uh, Jerry Seinfeld would say, that's bad nudity. There's good nudity <laughs> and bad nudity. He's right. I think I think naked bike yeah. riders is bad nudity. I'm just yeah. gonna put it out there. I think- I think you're right. All right. We're going to take a break in Hyman. Uh, when we come back, we're going to, that didn't come out right. Appropriate. Uh, we're going to, t- <laughs> I mean, yes, appropriate, appropriately, very inappropriate. All right. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, we're going to take a break. Bill's coming up. We don't know what he's talking about yet, but I'm sure it'll be great. And then uh, I got questions for jury. So come on back for all of that. Before that, though, a song. Brian, do you have one? Yeah, let's go to L.A. Uh, this is the first band in a long time that I can think of that reminds me of uh, the punk band Sonic Youth. Very, very much uh, uh, kind of in that style, in that vein of uh, punk, I'm sorry, of uh, Sonic Youth. This is a band called Kills Birds. They're from L.A. Their brand new self-titled debut LP is out now just came out and uh they have the first single from that which is called volcano from the album kills birds by the band kills birds here's the song volcano Instead of overflowing, I'm 
There's nothing I like more than skills and sharing, which is why I want to talk to you about Skillshare. Oh, yeah, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. It's a learning community, which is what we should be more of, if you ask me. Anyway, you can take classes in everything from photography to creative writing to design, productivity, and more. Are you a creative? Are you sitting around going, I got ideas. There's stuff I want to make. Well, maybe Skillshare is for you. So whether you're returning as a long-term passion project person or you're just challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone or maybe you're just exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for you. Skillshare is very, very cool. I love the idea of switching up your personalized stories. I love the idea of changing your focus and saying, okay, I'm good at this one thing, but what about this? I haven't tried this. Well... The classes I would take would be writing, for example. I want to write more. I got all the art stuff. I'm doing all that already. Maybe writing is where I want to be. What lifelong learning skill is important to you? That's the question you got to ask. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer. Get two months of Skillshare for free. Skillshare is offering the Morning Stream listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash TMS. Again, Skillshare.com slash TMS to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash TMS. Very sensitive button. The Morning Stream. Am I still here? Hello? All right, we're back. Yes, a clip from this last week's film sack, which people should check out if they have but a moment, because it's pretty great. Vampire! I'm a vampire! (laughs) It's so bad. uh, Like one of 11 different accents that uh, Nicolas Cage affects in that movie. Yep. Yep, I worry for him in that thing. Like, I'm surprised he made it out. To be honest, that thing was really weird. Anyway, right. uh, hey, we're back, everybody. A reminder that if you like the show and you like what we're putting out there into the ether, uh, go support us at patreon.com slash TMS. That's patreon.com slash TMS. Lots of good stuff there, and we highly recommend it. We're now going to call Bill Duran all the way from punishedprops.com who will join okay. us forthwith. And discuss right. things in the world of making shit. Which I say that, but 
it's more than that. It's just an amazing time to spend with a good friend. So here you go. But Bill just isn't thinking about danger. I hear a cat. Is that a cat? My, <laughs> my cat is just all over the microphone. I don't know what she's doing. Wow. Thanks, Willow. Thanks for that. What's Did the, you give uh, her some of that weird green drink? Is that, yeah. is that the way a cat reacts to that weird green drink? <laughs> Wow, it's, I was very intense. Uh, hey, it's uh, Bill Duran, everybody, all the way from PunishProps.com. He builds things, makes things. He's in that world, so he comes and talks to us about how we might make a thing or two and catch up with uh, what he's doing. So, Bill, what's going on? I made a thing. <gasps> Finished it. Made a video about it, too. Nice. You know, hard to believe. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, a few months ago, I, I finally went and watched all of the show Steven Universe for the first time. Hadn't oh. seen it before. Highly recommended, uh, and I loved it. It was it's just whimsical and fun, and it's got a great message. Uh, and there's a ton of cool stuff in it, uh, especially his mom's sword, Rose Quartz's sword. As soon as I saw it, I don't know why I wanted to make it because it's not rusty and and like it's not the sort of thing. A space gun. I make dirty, rusty sci-fi stuff. Uh, this is a pink perfectly clean sparkly sword and i really wanted to make it so i did i want i feel like this is a new this seems like new territory for you you've never really made a like a i don't know something that's an animated yeah is there a time yeah something from an animated uh, thing right which is tricky so i've made a couple things from anime before and uh I, for this one in particular, I got a... Uh, thanks, Willow. Okay, let's just go along there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she's yelling at me. Uh, anyway, um, I found basically a character sheet from the show of the sword. Uh, and it really just showed like different levels of detail. So if the character's way in the background wielding the sword, the sword has less detail on it. They don't have to draw as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was clear that... Uh, the sword had no dimension to it. There were parts of it that were just the zero thickness, and you can't have that in the real world. So I went and 3D modeled this thing, and I had to sort of take some artistic liberty on a couple of the parts because that's what you do when you translate something from 2D to 3D. So, sure. uh, so yeah, I, I whipped it up in Fusion 360. I 3D modeled the whole thing. Uh, I designed it so that I could run a quarter 20 threaded rod down the length of the blade uh, and through the handle. Um, the blade is yay long, like three feet long, uh, and I can't print that whole thing on my printer, so I cut it up into little pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think like five or six parts with a um, cylinder, a whole tube running through the length of it, so I could run a threaded rod through all of those blade parts, sandwich them together, and they'd be nice and sturdy. Sure, makes sense. Yeah. And that ended up working really well. But I also put um, on each connection point a pair of holes to put like an eighth inch uh, steel rod for registration so each part had three rods going through it so they would be perfectly lined up just a little short like just a little short piece that basically goes a little bit into each side okay Mm -hmm. you could probably do something similar and run like a pair of threaded rods or three rods down the length of it or whatever Mm -hmm. but uh, i find that the more registration you have the more likely when you push those pieces together they're gonna match up perfectly which is what i wanted um, so all the parts I ended up printing on my Ultimaker using ABS because I like ABS because it's easy to sand. Right. I know a lot of people have lots of opinions of lots of different filaments. I just mm-hmm. happen to like that one. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, uh, normally? I mean, I would if I was to guess about this sort ahead of any, knowing anything you're doing here, I would have said, "Oh, he'll do this out of foam. Like this will be totally a foam project." Yeah. When did that? Would, was that ever part of the consideration, or was it always going to be, you know, printed and I, done in I ABS? Thought about it, but I wanted it to have a super, super smooth, like glossy finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that's impossible with foam. It's just that. Working with a 3D printed material that's more rigid means I can sand it super duper smooth, mm-hmm. uh, a lot easier than trying to do something like that with foam. Sure, uh, but it, you're right; it would pieces. make a great. It would definitely make a great foam build. Mm. I'm looking at. I love. It is is it is the stuff you put down on your printer? This this thing you call ABS slurry. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it really called that? Because I love the word slurry. I don't hear it enough. It's a good word. Is it okay? But it's real. Like, yeah. you're, like you're making a... It looks like what you're doing here is making... Like, I didn't know that would have ABS in it. So that's exactly what it is. So um, uh, my printer has a glass bed, and, and before printing ABS, I will take this slurry, which is just acetone, mm-hmm. that I have dissolved ABS filament into. So it's like a thick plastic goo. And I'll brush that on the, the glass bed of my printer, and it leaves a thin film... And that really helps with specifically with ABS to keep it from peeling up, which yeah. tends to be a problem with, AB, with ABS. Um, I also built an enclosure around my printer to keep the heat in, and it prints awesome. Like it mm. prints ABS really well. Yeah. The just how smooth. I mean, the the sanding and the. Mm-hmm. I imagine you're doing that multi-step uh, sand prime, sand prime. Yeah. To get these things smooth, but geez, just how how smooth and perfect this stuff looks is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing, though, with like if I make um, a Star Wars blaster, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Star Wars world is dirty and grimy and everything's beat up and old. So I make the Star Wars blaster and if I end up like dropping it while I'm making it uh, and it gets scratched, I'm like that's part of the story. We'll leave mm-hmm. it in there with this right. sword. Right. I couldn't do that. Any ding or scratch is just going to show up like a sore thumb. So I had to be really, really particular. Um, I actually ended up gluing some of the parts together using acetone uh, and more of that ABS slurry. So when I was pushing the blade pieces together, I just brushed acetone on the faces that were going to touch mm-hmm. and just mashed them together. That seemed to work really well. Uh, to fill in the seams between all of them, I used a hot knife and just some more ABS filament and just melted the seam together and then sanded that smooth and that worked really well too. Oh man, look at that thing. Yeah. You know, and then I, I painted it pink. I can't believe you made a cartoon sword look cool. I can't believe you did that. That's crazy to me. Yeah, that's it's really cool. <laughs> it is really super duper cool. Yeah. Uh, painting is really fun. Lots of different shades of uh, pink, but I mixed in some metallic uh, or some like, I don't know, some metallic fleck in there. So it's got nice shimmer. Um, and then uh, we, we made a gem for it. Uh, and then the finish, the clear coat on the end there is like a catalyzed automotive glossy clear coat. Mm-hmm. So it's just ultra glossy and it really shows off the sparkle in the paint. Uh, and it's super duper durable. So yeah, that's really cool. I'm just, I'm over the moon. I'm just so happy with how this silly mm-hmm. pink sword turned out. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Uh, and also I concur with the Steven Universe uh, recommendation. That show is really delightful and people oh, should watch so it. Great. Yeah. And also, this would be a perfect sword if someone's willing to go through this work, follow this video, and do your own for, you know, a cosplay convention. 
people love Steven Universe. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Any any character from that universe could have it too. And a couple other characters use it, but you know, it just fits. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. oh also uh, if you guys go check out the video, there's a link somewhere in there to download the files too, if anyone wants to print and make their own. Oh, so very nice. Oh, cool. Oh, look at Mr. Generous over here. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> look at Mr. Generous. <laughs> very generous today. <laughs> Uh, well, Bill, that's awesome. Uh, do go check it out. You guys, punishprops.com, and you can find this build and many others uh, that you're going to be interested in. I can guarantee you that. Uh, you always leave us a little bonus piece. What do you got this week? I do. Alex, the French guy who cooks, uh, did a video recently. He is upgrading the island in his kitchen, the middle island part, and he did a, a really fun uh, motorized hack for his trash can. So that he can be like cutting up meat and then he can have the trash can pop out the side of this island and he can throw it away and then the trash can retracts and he doesn't have to touch it. It's very clever and really yeah, fun video. Amazing. That's yeah, amazing. So if you look up a trash can hack on YouTube, you'll find it. He looks like the kind of guy that will absolutely leave one of his hairs in the food he's making for me, though. I'm just sure about <laughs> it. Anyway, uh, go check that out. That's uh, hacking my trash can. Never have to touch it again, he says. Uh, what's his nope. name? Alex. What's his channel? Just Alex? Not just Alex, is it? What is it? Alex French Guy Cooking. There oh, you go. I guess go. he's changed it to just Alex. All right. Just well, there Alex. you go. Uh, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, Bill Duran, everybody. PunishProps.com, of course. Chimbeard on Twitter. Bill, have a fantastic week, man. You too, guys. Bye Bye-bye. now. See you. Oh. Great. All right. That's good stuff. <laughs> it's really good stuff. change focus on me i have to get used to the change okay we're gonna get jury up in here uh because that's what we do it's tuesday Mm -hmm. part of tuesday is him Mm -hmm. and uh Mm -hmm. we're gonna play the right intro not the tom one here we go these are their stories oh i'm terrible with names welcome to the program everybody justin robert young fresh off of some sweet wrestling action last night well you weren't wrestling but you went and saw some uh it's good oh, to have you here i did oh yeah how'd yeah. that how'd that go oh crank up your volume a little will you just a tad i don't know why for whatever reason like i'm blowing it out of my board you're the only person that has me like totally blowing out everything i don't <laughs> so even know why can hear me. i don't know why yeah. either yeah you sound good now though uh pump up the volume pump up the volume <laughs> so how so how did that go you weren't even at your own uh uh fall film uh thing <laughs> movie draft movie draft what do you mean you what were, do you mean my you team at, drafted no no i know I, they I, did but you weren't there to yeah. like uh screw with everybody like you do you know like you're always I, uh, we screw with everybody i don't know I maybe mean, there's a fun <laughs> gathering of fellows and everybody makes their choices by their own logic i don't yeah. i don't understand if, uh, to to screw with people i mean that's uh, what a scurrilous accusation you levy mm. toward me so early in the morning yeah it is a very i mean clearly baseless i've no i have no previous right, experience yeah. with this to even use as a as a basis for it so you're right i don't know what i was thinking yeah look i mean i i i unfortunately had uh, of a all right in truth i totally forgot that i had these tickets okay. <laughs> and uh <laughs> i i coincidentally also forgot that i uh had to do the movie draft and then i remembered but i am just uh stupid that uh, i had to do next top podcasters so what wound <laughs> up happening is just a total cluster 
And uh, I, you know, I think I got into double digits of friends I had to disappoint yesterday. So that was <laughs> that was pretty good. That was a pretty good start to the well, week. Well, if you're, you're going to disappoint your friends, better to disappoint them all at once than piecemeal. Yeah, exactly. Right. I just I just <laughs> rolled in and went, you know, double digits. Uh, Big sloth of uh... just boom, just carpet bomb like those, like you know, uh, uh, Vietnam file footage, just like yeah, like right. that was that was me and my uh, my self respect amongst my friends. Well, it was fun. Uh, to- but the good news is I took it out on the teams that were doing America's Next Top Podcast. Boy, did you. <laughs> Holy cow. You're the only person in ANTP history to make somebody cry without even being there. Yeah, that was amazing. Oh, did somebody cry? Yeah, yeah. We uh, Somebody might have cried a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. You got a little choked up there uh, at the end, and I just thought, man, a remote. you, you, you remotely made him a, a little sad. Oh, no. But it was still uh, – it was actually really – good in a weird way it was good. to have yeah, actually, your thoughts that way it was weird i can't explain it it was it, well yeah. also we were able after you would uh you know after we'd play one of your very scathing and, and appropriately accurately uh disappointed clips i could at least kind of make a joke afterwards saying all right uh we're gonna make that available to you guys all as a ringtone for your phone yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I look, I mean, obviously, it's hard to talk about a show that's not going to come out for another month or whatever. But, two weeks, uh, two weeks. Yeah. yeah two oh, weeks. Wow, oh, 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 we're that close. Okay, yeah, we're good. on. A, yeah, we're on a much closer time frame on this one. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, I, I, I was thinking yesterday whether or not I would have been as harsh if I was on there, and I'd like to think that I would. I like to I think, think so. that I wouldn't. I wouldn't have pulled many punches. Uh you know uh, with, with it but no again. i think what they i think that's what struck me is it seemed like you it, that was what i would have expected to hear from you if you were there in person the only mm-hmm. difference being you may have had some follow-up to jenny or me or something else for clarification or you know like there may have been right. some of that but your actual raw thoughts that you wouldn't normally bring in person that felt like that to me yeah so yeah and it was helpful i think i think um uh, to be honest, in retrospect, that was a pretty tough challenge to make for their second uh, second go round. So, mm. um, I I actually don't think so. You don't mm. think so? Okay. And and we can we're gonna risk getting into like talking about why spoilers you and know, stuff. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, maybe. Well, but but just I think that that was in uh, uh, a lot of people took I think the wrong lesson from week one. Mm. Oh, uh, right. Okay. And, yeah. And I think I think they wanted to bury it in process and not authenticity. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, so this is this is exactly what I'm saying. This is the sort of follow up he would have had. We we, we would have heard this yeah, at the end. Sure. But other than that, it was it was interesting to see that. Other than dynamic. that, I just skipped right into making a stranger <laughs> cry, which is, you know, just another you know, just a solid twelve of my best friends that I disappointed, and then that little Maricino cherry on top is making a stranger cry. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, g- me, Justin Robert Young, good person. Yeah, nailed it. Uh, so uh, I thought today um, we typically dive a little bit into what's happening around the world. Political pile of garbage. I am. Yeah. Oh my so god. Other than, so other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the I rest? Know. Of I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm going to see. They have everything else on demand in this stupid town. I'm going to see if I can get a hair suit by uh, by 10 a.m. And then nice. just 
flog myself on Twitch until oh, I my no. back bleeds. It's not even. Not it's probably, all, probably not against their terms of service. Asshole, I am. It'll be fine. Not at all. All right. Well, then let's dive into where you uh, where you're not an a hole. Uh, the world of politics. Uh, so uh, I just have one question. All this Whistlegate stuff going on, and if people don't know what I'm talking about, I guess go look it up. Uh, you think it's going to hurt or help Biden's chances? Because it's this weird dichotomy of uh, everyone's accusing the president of of an actually impeachable, treasonous thing that happened in July. Uh, and, you know, if they, they may or may not release the transcripts. It's got more Republicans showing concern than usual. Uh, you know, it seems like kind of a big deal. But he and his campaign are twisting this to be this is a Biden problem and we're saving you from this problem. Well, should we, should we lay it out? Should we lay I mean, it out? You should lay it out. Cause I'm terrible laying it out. Um, because I, I'm, I'm not, I have to admit like some of the, the rules that they're claiming are being broken here and the, the whistleblower, uh, procedures that happened are, uh, like weirdly encouraged right, right, after on. Snowden, hold but on, now not on. so much like it's a lot of complicated stuff. So you better do it. I'm yeah. not going to do it. So, uh, in, well, all right, uh, technically, here's what we know. We know that there was a whistleblower, an intelligence community whistleblower report filed. Uh, we reportedly, this whistleblower complaint uh, centers around a call that Donald Trump made on July 25th to the Ukrainian President Zelensky, who, by the way, randomly is an actor who was uh, the president on a sitcom in the Ukraine that got elected the actual president. That's, that's a fun little footnote. Wow, really? No, no one yeah. talks about that. Yeah, that's awesome. So he's a, he's a really funny guy, which is like a, a, an element of this that, that has not yet unfolded is that they're, uh, they actually just did a, or I don't know whether or not it surfaced because of this or and it happened a while ago, but he did a whole thing where the world community was uh like a group text message mm -hmm. uh that was very funny look it up anyhow all right, all right. uh there was a there is a a, a a state phone call between trump and Zelensky on the 25th reportedly in that phone call and now donald trump has said that this was the case uh trump brought up a long-standing uh a grievance that joe biden uh Hunter Biden, Joe's son, who we can get into some fun Hunter Biden facts in a second. But he was on the board of directors for a Ukrainian gas company. Ukraine, specifically when it comes to industries that uh, uh, its state intercedes in, has notoriously been corrupt. That is not me saying it in, in the terms of our modern political lens. It's how Zelensky, an actor from a sitcom got elected president of the country. Mm. Uh, so this has been a grievance on the right for a very long time that number one, why is Joe Biden's son on the board of directors of a Ukrainian gas company? Two, uh, it, it was the gas company being investigated? Uh, three, did the prosecutor who was investigating them get shuffled off uh, because Joe Biden pushed for that prosecutor to be shuffled off. Now, the official, uh, the you know, state of play in the Ukraine is that the prosecutor's case against Burisma was dormant by the time that he was 
uh, sent off that uh, they're they're you know Joe Biden was only echoing what was being said by many other people and therefore it is not uh, a case of favoritism or corruption while Biden was the vice president of the United States. So okay. that's that's the background, right? Trump then asks Zelensky to look into this. And what we don't know, or at least was reported uh, by the Washington Post yesterday, is that the other side of this is, did Donald Trump specifically hold uh, foreign aid for the Ukraine on the condition that the Ukraine reopen an investigation into Hunter Biden and Burisma. Mm. Uh, so as far as Donald Trump has said out loud in answering questions, he did speak to Zelensky about Biden, but it was because uh, they are concerned about the corruption in the Ukraine and with the new president coming in, he wanted to make sure that, that they had a, a good faith actor. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's that's what that is. Okay. That's where we are now. All right. Um, as for the impeachment stuff, I mean, number one, I don't think that anything is real until A, the transcript gets released, or B, the administration refuses to release the transcript. As of yesterday, Donald Trump said he was considering releasing it. Um I personally think that it would show a tremendous lack of learning anything from the Mueller investigation that uh, that the Democrats start committing to impeachment before they know the actual state of play, because it seems like that's exactly what they did with the Mueller investigation. And it didn't exactly help them when they could have reframed it as something that they were pushing for uh, for obstruction instead of collusion, which is a much harder thing to prove. This is a very hard thing to prove. You need somebody from inside the White House to say that definitely this aid was being held up. You have to have the transcript show that there was a quid pro quo set up and that Donald Trump was dumb enough to do it during a monitored state phone call. Mm. Uh, you know, this is these are things that are can rally people uh, to your cause, but it's going to be hard to impeach. And it's going to be even harder to remove uh, going forward. But. That's my thought. As far as the Biden thing goes, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you think it, I guess what I'm saying is, do, does it, well, I guess we don't know until we know. Like, I don't know what polls are saying or whatever, but I just wondered if this would have that weird knockback effect of, of affecting his uh, his popularity because the way the president, but I, I guess the, the if he, whoever's going to vote for Biden or who's already supporting Biden, nothing Trump says is going to change that. So maybe it doesn't change. No, no. I mean, really, the biggest thing for Biden is, uh, number one, this puts him in a head-to-head, one-on-one confrontation with Donald Trump. Yeah. If you want, rare is it that you get an opportunity to preview what a general election will look like. If you watch Biden talking about this and you're like, hey, I don't know, that's very bad for Biden because part of the reason why he is in a front-running position is because of electability. Mm-hmm. If he does not have that electability, then that's a tremendous thing uh, uh, for him to protect or for him to to try to, to, to work for. Uh, on the other side, if he looks great and he's taking Trump to task and he's leading the charge for impeachment because how dare somebody try and, and subvert national intelligence for the sake of winning an election, then uh, then that's great for him. 
that that would probably allay some of the slurring uh, fears because when it counts, when the rubber meets the road, look mm. at that's our boy Joe Biden giving right. the president what for coherent and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, I, I think the larger element of it is that whether or not this ends in impeachment, what we have had right now is an opening into the world of Hunter Biden. Mm. Hunter Biden, uh, a recovering addict. Uh, he uh, obviously had this international, whether or not you believe that there is fire to the smoke, certainly not something that you would want on on your resume when your father's running for president. Uh, and then there's the kind of gossipy stuff, like the fact that he left his wife so he could start a relationship with his brother's widow. Whoa. Really? Yes. I didn't know about any of that. Hunter yeah. Hunter Biden getting it on, getting it out there, putting yeah. it in. Woo. That's no good. Uh so yeah, Bo Biden died <laughs> oh, and uh, Hunter Biden left his wife to start a relationship with the widow. Wow. And Bo Biden's uh, the one that the had that horrible brain cancer thing. Yeah. Oh, that's gnarly, dude. Mm-hmm. Moving in uh, with your brother's wife. I mean, I know. Yeah, that's so again, again, with that door opened, right now, a, you know, a rival campaign of Biden's can just kind of float these things out there, you know, uh, uh, that it's just like, oh, do we really? Because if somebody might say something now. You know, like on the debate stage, Donald Trump's gonna bring up, you know, For Hunter sure. Biden sleeping with his you know, brother's widow. Oh yeah. So, uh, so that's that's to me that's the other question is that this entire process has kind of left a big old sword on the ground. Will any of the other Democratic candidates decide to pick it up and start hacking? Yeah, that's the question, and also, um. It seemed okay. So, if he gets to the, if he wins the primary, he's got that stuff that Trump will leap on. If uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren ends up in there, it'll be the Pocahontas thing. He won't let that go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it yeah. seems like he's it'll got be a little all about all the high cheekbones, right? <laughs> and it seems like with every candidate, he's trying. If he hasn't found, he will try to find some little leaky thing, you know. And he'll he'll develop a nice little pithy nickname about it too. Yeah, Sleepy Joe Biden. Uh, I don't know what he calls Elizabeth Warren. I guess just Pocahontas Warren or whatever he does. Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then what does he call? Oh, it's just cra- crazy. Bernie Sanders doesn't have as much punch, but maybe there's something there like um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, what. I mean, if he runs against Bernie or Warren, it'll be the America will never be a socialist country. I mean, that's that's going to be the line. Yeah. Is uh that. You know these guys want to totally abolish your health insurance. Like the, the, before, at least Obama had the decency to to lie to you with uh, uh, if you like your doctor, you can keep him. This is full fledged socialism coming to the United States. Like uh, that's what I mean. Look, he's already road tested that with the State of the Union and some of his stump speeches and everything. So I think that that's fairly clearly going to be his line. If any of those two run, if Joe Biden runs, then it's going to be. I think he worries most about Joe Biden just because electorally Joe Biden is strong in places that Trump needs. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know. 
I I, I, I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. If Kamala, if Kamala Harris got there, this is what I would want to have happen. I would want her to get him so worked up in a debate that he finally just accidentally drops the N-word. That's what I want. Oh, now the reason I want it is because I know he wants to say well, yeah. it. I just know it's in there. He just there gotta let go. it out. All right, let put that it dog out there out. right now. Scott dreams of the president saying the N word. <laughs> so Scott desperately now, wants desperately wants the president to say the N word. But here's my other concern: if he does do it, part of me thinks that his base will love it if he did it. Like they would just revel in it. They would be like, yeah. Finally, another troll moment that nobody can react to properly. Like nobody can, nobody can out troll him. Sure. So I they, mean, they sure. say it in rap songs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she loved Tupac <laughs> yeah, while she was in college. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He'll he probably won't, but I want him. I just I don't know why I want him to. Eoxy uh, says uh, why? Because all Republicans are racist? No, of course not. I think Trump is, though. <laughs> I don't know why you would ask that. That We're not talking about all Republicans. We're talking about him. We're talking about one guy, and I just want him to drop the, uh, drop the F-bomb. He reportedly, there's tape somewhere of him doing it constantly on the set of freaking The Apprentice, and we're never going to hear that because Mark, whatever his name buried. is, yeah, he's not letting that out. So mm-hmm. let's have it on a national stage. Let's just get him just to say it. I mean, Jedi 71's probably right. You just have a bunch of violence from it. Like, it would be a bad thing for the country. I just want him to say it because I know he wants to say it because I think he's that level of douchebag. But I know there are repercussions, so I'm not actually wishing for this. Okay, everybody? Right. He's only dreaming. He's not wishing. It's right. just a passive thought. It's just a passive not thought. An active thought. <laughs> no. It's just, we all dream weird things, right? I'm just, I'm just you know, having it come Everyone's right. got weird dreams. You've got dreams that you don't want to admit to. Scott just has the bravery to admit on his very popular podcast that he wishes the president would say the N-word. I am just floating. <laughs> I'm putting in a floater, sending in a floater. That's all. That's all it is. Sure. Hey, spoiler alert. I believe that the vast majority of our presidents are racist. I think that we're in the I think that we're in the like mid 90 percent on, on <laughs> that, that high. Wow. Yeah. Higher I mean, than I thought. Higher than I thought. I yeah, I I. What part of like our last 200 plus years do you think that there's not <laughs> a few statements here and again that you would say in 2019? Ooh, little racist there, Jimmy sure. Carter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. I, I, I mean, uh, people get canceled for like random stuff. John Wayne got canceled from a Playboy interview he did in the 50s. And everyone's like, what? John Wayne was a racist. Get yeah. out of here. And he's dead. He's not even well, here. Certainly to... the first eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I'm just saying. He came close to. He almost. I, I felt like he was going to call Hillary Clinton a bitch in the middle of that thing, because during those, because, and what he settled for was what a nasty woman. Did or you whatever dream for or wish for that one? I, I wished for it. <laughs> was that was that was that an un, a non prophetic dream or a wish unfulfilled? I wished for it because I just want you know if you're going to be your, hey if we're all about being ourselves and you know whatever go ahead be yourself drop those n words call her a b let's go let's go all the way yo let's get in there let's get all the way down in the dirt and kick it around and eat shit and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what kind of defense mechanism this is where you're snapping. 
Like, like something know. got to a level <laughs> that you were just beat snapping. It's just like a little, it's like I'm doing, yeah. It's like, hey, uh, hep cat. Hey. <laughs> beat poetry, sure. <laughs> well, the 50s, the late 50s never died. All right, that's it. Uh, hey, so Justin, uh, you got a, a lot of other things going on, probably other tickets you forgot about, and a million other things. Why don't you tell people where to go and how to get it and do it? You guys have Night Attack tonight, first one from the new studio, I take it? Something like that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. Night Attack tonight. And uh, of course, politics, politics, politics. Uh, you can get it on the podcast stuff. And I'll be politics streaming right after TMS at twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. There you go. Justin R. Young, take it easy today. Have a good one. And may all your wrestlers be, I don't know, but what would they be? May all your wrestlers be sexy, be uh, oily uh, and uh, uh, skimpy dress. Skimply dress. Nailed it. That's what I was looking for. All right. <laughs> Uh, watching a couple of people have a fight in the chat room. That's always fun. Politics. Maybe. Oh, no. Well, just a little bit of a snappy argument. No. Let's call it gotcha. that. Yep. All right. We didn't do a thing yesterday that I meant to do and I totally forgot to do. So, Jamie, my apologies to you for not doing it. But we had a mashup yesterday because it was Monday. We do the Yay. Monday mashup and I forgot. Yeah. So today we're going to play it and it's a little extra long. So uh, I don't feel too bad about that because I missed it yesterday. So we'll play it today. It's two two minutes, 20 seconds. It's called Did That Bother You? Let's find out what it is. That time you Donkey Kong your... licked my chode. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Yep. Hey, we're coming through, eh? Get out of the way, hoser. Get out of the way, hoser. We're coming through, eh? That's it. If I can't pick your bum, I'm leaving. <laughs> no, I can't do that. I always, 7 o'clock always has to be a.m. for me. Rare. Like I'm not anywhere near an inch most of the time. So, <laughs> oh, don't capture that out. That's a cheap one. That's a too easy one. That's too easy. Oh, that's all right. That's uh, You got to do it. Softball over the plate to freaking Jamie. How can I watch yeah. my Wheel of Fortune now without an E? <laughs> You're going to throw off the whole Wheel of Fortune economy. Hat say Jack's not going to live forever, you dipshits. <laughs> don't let nobody pick your bum. Shake it up. If you want to make new ones, you got to have the semen. It's like yeah. waking up and it's always June. <laughs> Find notes that explain your doom. When we come back, Tom will be here. We're going to do a little Tom's sex time. We do have sex time. Did I just say Tom's sex time? I think I did. <laughs> did you really? I think I said Tom's sex time. <laughs> Kyle injected her with some kind of Bigfoot gene or something. Well, that's kind of a gross thought. Let's not. <laughs> I mean, you can call it injection. You jumped back. These shipples are too soft. They need hardening. <laughs> I want to know what it is, too. You can't get it out of your Jedi it's underwear. Sebulba's going to win the race, Anakin. I put all my money on Sebulba. Turtle made, made it, it to, to another water. turtle. Yeah. <laughs> turtle has achieved orgasm. <laughs> a turtle has achieved a climax. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I've, uh, you could look at uh, Exhibit A. I've actually caused uh, a lot of uh, men's penises to shrink when I shook hands with them. They just uh, got, go back right back in their body. Oh, my gosh, dude. Did that bother you, uh, Lois? Oh. Lois, did that bother you? Lo Lois? Wow, Lois, did that bother you, Lois? Do it in the Peter voice and then repeat Lois, it. Lois, Lois, <laughs> Lois, Lois, did that bother you? Lois, <laughs> Lois, hey, Lois, did that bother you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one today. We haven't heard from Lois since we did that whole thing. You think she's done? Is she? Did she rage quit the show? I don't know. She might be out. The more taffy lady. Wow. It, was a, it was taffy. Mrs. Taffy lady, right? Yeah, it was Mrs. Taffy guy, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Well, we'll find out. 
next time. No more taffy for us. Well, uh, that brings us to a close, everybody. Big thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Uh, great show, as always. Had a blast. Uh, don't forget to go to frogpants.com slash TMS if you're trying to get a hold of us or find old shows or look at our archive feed or any of that stuff. It's all there. Uh, YouTube channel as well, by the way. We put all the shows we do up on YouTube after they're done. So if you really are pining for the video version of the show, there's a link at frogpants.com slash TMS. It'll take you straight to the YouTube channel and off you go. All right, that's it. Uh, we have another song probably to play, Yeah, We do, yeah. All yeah. Right. Just something to get you in the mood for uh, sex time with Tom tomorrow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Brian Hitchcock wrote in. He uh, goes by the name Gray Malkin 13 He says, greetings, Scorpion and Boomerang. It's September 24th again, and time to celebrate another successful year of not dying with a loud metal cover. Last year was Evil Zombies. This year, Dragons for my birthday uh cover i would like to hear queen's dragon attack covered by testament oh and scott could i have a supple snappy pork belly hen farmstead oh what the hell's that oh that's um, a tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch oh yeah he threw me there this would be like puzzle pint where i'd lose because i didn't know what right all right hold on uh where is it a supple a supple snappy pork belly hen farmstead <laughs> wait now i got it okay i found it the tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch. Mmm, that sounds good. Uh, right Darius now. Rucker. That does good. sound really good. Yeah. Mm. Might have to might have to do mm. something about that for lunch today. Mm. Uh all right. Thanks for the show and the many years to come. Signed Brian Hitchcock. Dragon Attack by Testament. They included this on the bonus version of their 2012 album, Dark Roots of Earth. Here is Testament rocking it out with some queen dragon attack. All right. Uh that's gonna do it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll have uh, Nicole, Tom, all that stuff. So bring back your Wednesday selves and we'll see you then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Well, well, my, 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 my 